Zoom just told me we were recording. Oh yeah, we got none other than the lovely Ray Lewis tonight. What's up? What's up? What's up, gangster? Uh, so we are discussing none other than the best moments of Conan O'Brien's various shows, and to do it, yeah, Ray Lewis is the admin of. The shit posting group of Conan. And we were just the admin, ta- the creator, yeah. the masterminds. The I don't master. know. The, the master. Yeah. The not quite there, some pennies missing, some marbles are gone. <laughs> I lost my marbles when I was age 12. Boom. <laughs> I don't think I was born with any. So oh, man. So. But before we start, uh, we, we've talked enough about our ego. Uh, how did yeah. you uh, get into this? Uh, and where was Conan broadcast in Canada? Was it on Comedy Channel reruns or was it on local broadcasters? Uh, Conan, um, Conan, my first running into him was NBC. So up in Canada, uh, we actually get a very large mix of American channels mixed in with our Sweet. TV channels. So I have NBC, I have ABC. There's a, a TBS, all of that exists nice. up here. W, the W Network. Um, <laughs> so Conan originally was airing on NBC when I was quite young. And I always, I didn't understand it when I was little. I'm, Most I'm of us did it. We were just like, <laughs> yeah. who is this guy? Who's fearless? <laughs> Who's this weirdo driving his desk around a fake a fake road with his car? <laughs> um, why is there a bear with a diaper on him? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> um and then oh, all the man. weird sketches and brian yes. stack and the writers bryce <laughs> oh bryce yeah oh god um so yeah so my first my first initial foray was the original late night show uh back when he took over in uh, 93 i believe 93 94 i think you've heard all his podcasts and everything <laughs> his podcast um was actually where i really started getting in into conan if you will I'm really surprised um, so, at how successful it's been. It's, it's he's been killing it. I'm so happy for him. He deserves the absolute best. More R-rated um, language and more Sona and company roasting him. A hundred percent. Also, I feel like the podcast was maybe the first large platform that was able to show his personality and show who he was, was as as a person and what he's been through and his actual like personal sense of humor really started coming through uh with the podcast because obviously with the shows and i was full team coco when jay leno um tried to screw him over my whole family was team coco um <laughs> totally, kind of man. watched him move over to tbs and uh, take that year off and he did his tour and everything um actually recently i just watched the can't stop documentary which is about the year in between the um the tour it's so good. and i had no idea how how intense that tour was for him and right. sona's first foray as his assistant so it still holds up even though it was that brief moment i think i only kept up with it because there were just constant youtube live shows people were coming in and taping it with their phones <laughs> there's lots of lots of conan running around and being conan <laughs> yeah totally john stewart does an interview all kinds of people are just like i don't know how to describe conan but i love every second i'm with him <laughs> exactly um so yeah the podcast was actually my first first real understanding of, of 
of Conan and everything around him. And I kind of backtracked <laughs> a bit with the original, the original uh, late night show. I really Jeez. wish they would release a full, because I know he has the rights to his body of work. I would love it. They released a box set of all the old shows and everything. It would sell out. Just at I least a compilation be. or something. Just like something. bigger best moments. So like, uh, uh, who can forget like when he was, I think, going away from NBC and going to TVS and he just had even more b- bizarre compilations. It's like he, there'd be stagehands. It's like, well, what was the one skit? It's like they have Andy Richter. <laughs> He's not wearing anything. They just throw him onto a live stage. <laughs> I mean, like, that's not Richter at his best. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then uh, uh, people often forget about this. There was many moments where they just would have just like Jeff Goldblum just randomly visit and play like an angry version of himself, and he's just like tearing stuff up. Oh my off. gosh, Jeff Goldblum and destroying no the last episode they did for the late night show before he moved over to TBS, and he like. <laughs> destroyed that fake painting and like was like burning money <laughs> it was just, it, it was, was just stupid, rage stupid. coming out <laughs> oh god killed me it absolutely killed me um but yeah no the podcast was was definitely my oh oh i really i really really like him like always loved him but i was like actually get to see him as like a human being now instead of just like a talk show <laughs> um but like all his weird little cameos that he always does. And you can just tell who his friends are. <laughs> yeah. Like Arrested Development. He's on there a couple times. Andy's <laughs> on Arrested Development. And then they were on Andy's podcast too. That same year on Fox. It was like kind of a go-between. And it's just so funny how. Kind of like how Robin Quivers. You can't separate her from Howard Stern. Same kind of deal. Andy you can't separate him from Conan even though they've yeah. tried <laughs> he ended up yeah, just coming yeah, back after a while <laughs> I'm actually surprised I'm wondering if Andy has anything to do with the new HBO show because they keep talking about it on the podcast I, I can't imagine him not being because so I mean if he's producing his own podcast for the Team Coco I have to imagine he, it's going to be mandatory I mean I think he, he also said. found out just the hard way hey you know I know what I like and how other people do things uh but uh, did you by any chance hear his interview with uh, Paget Brewster? Yes. Yes, okay. I did. Yeah. Yes, and, I did. Uh, I just found it interesting how they um, they, they really went to town and just talking about it's like everything wrong with current sitcomville. And yeah. when Conan then interviewed James Burroughs, who, you know, helmed some of all the various hit sitcoms, Cheers and Will and Grace, it was like, see, this is kind of the problem too many of the people who are at their best aren't given a chance or any control or they keep giving it to people who don't know how to do it and don't film it all that well so it's not funny 100 percent. oh and he just kept saying it it's a dance and i think that's it conan keeps doing a dance he keeps uh reiterating hey this is what we got going on this is how we do things this is why we're good at what we do (laughs) yeah i just i don't think conan knows how to stop dancing yeah that man he's like the energizer buddy of comedians i don't know how he keeps going but he just keeps going like even when they were talking on the latest podcast that he came back from thailand and was totally fine while he was there but it was because he had to work and the moment he came back and didn't have anything on his plate like that immediately needed him to do something he's been like a zombie this whole week (laughs) he really has (laughs) 
and his body's hurting and he's feeling his age and i'm like that's How yeah ironic. you are he's gonna be one of those comedians that is gonna just go and go and go and go and go until he can't <laughs> Totally. My my father was always impressed by how fit he kept being. You know, he wasn't like Jimmy Kimmel or any of those other guys who were just slowly, you know, having to go to the gym. And <laughs> all, I think it's just because he doesn't eat and he just works all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe his wife is just feeding him almonds and blueberries and he's not getting his McDonald's. I don't know what is happening to him. <laughs> I mean, if he is, he's doing a good job at offsetting it because there's so many other ones where it's like you'll watch them and just like yeah but they're good at this and that and the reason they're they can do this is probably because uh, they they apply themselves to the situation like they don't uh, they they will it's all worth it to them in terms of comedy in terms of just outdoing themselves (laughs) i just think conan's always trying to one-up himself (laughs) I think so, because it, it has to be boring if you just are constantly even told, like, we fucking love you. You know, it's like, after a while, it's like... It <laughs> have you ever met him? I, I wish I could have. I, I have several times wanted to go to a convention. Uh, have you, by any chance, encountered any of them at some taping? <laughs> no. I've The only comedian I've met is Eddie Izzard. Um, oh, yes. Absolutely lovely. Nice. Absolutely <laughs> lovely human being. Um, I had a really great conversation with them um they were actually in toronto during the pandemic and i'm from toronto <laughs> and i was at a starbucks and i was kind of and i noticed the barista talking to them i was like is that eddie? like is that is that eddie Izzard? and i've had the joy of seeing them live twice um here in toronto and then also i saw them in england when i lived there and oh, wow. the loveliest person took their time with me um even took a photo with me during the pandemic like moved six feet back and pulled their mask down and it was just the the sweetest little encounter such a lovely lovely person super funny person just to speak to on a day-to-day too which is really nice that's a good contrast because it seems like so many other comedians they're getting into unnecessary disputes and arguments or they're just showing their true colors and it's like wow you're a piece of work (laughs) yeah you're not as nice as i thought you were (laughs) and there's others it's like okay well this is beneath you you know the you you know don't pull a michael richards where the person is just (laughs) like really not even trying to offend you and you went into it anyway it's like no you should pull a wayne brady and just like be the bigger man and say really that's what we're doing today Yep, this is you know zero and... to sixteen three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so one person I'd love to meet though would be Will Arnett. I would love to meet Will Arnett. I I am afraid of that man. <laughs> I'm sure it would be very interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, seeing them be on Conan and then just do all other kinds of things, I, that kind of just informed me where they were as people and why they're so good at doing what they do um and all together i mean they're now i mean uh, when he was on smartless and he was joking around he's like hey i'm producing this damn show i'm giving you a hell of an interview you gotta keep up and i just thought that was the start i was like of course there you go conan (laughs) it's just so funny when he goes uh back into that whole belittling but i'm doing it with love 
and <laughs> while making a fool of himself so then it's like okay so really that there's no way anyone can be you know uh offended by you because you're just so ridiculous <laughs> he is the definition of ridiculous i love listening <laughs> to him just rip him and um bateman love to gang up on sean hayes on the podcast of Thrones. <laughs> yes <laughs> and they just had bill Hader on oh I, I think episode, i did see that one yeah I, it's so good it's such a good episode but it just makes me realize like these are the people that conan keeps around these are the people that love and adore conan and there's reasons behind it they like his i feel like he gave these people the confidence and understanding of oh i can go be myself in the comedy world there is <laughs> yeah. room for me not to be an asshole and actually be a good person <laughs> And, and but still be able to to make jokes and and take the piss and be able to like have that little <laughs> bit of like an edgy self deprecating but also like friend deprecating sense that was of the humor. reason I knew that word because they kept oh, using deprecating. it. <laughs> Thank you, Conan, for the vocabulary. <laughs> um, but just like even understanding like his vast network, like the the podcast is called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. I don't think he realizes how many friends he had. <laughs> like, does he know? <laughs> I don't think he did. I think he was too busy being told to shut up by his wife. A hundred percent. Do you think he'll ever, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, bring back the whole, as like there was Twitter tracker and then there was like fan corrections and that that just always made me hollering. Is like, how's he going to wiggle his way out of this one? What bullshit is he going to pull out of this <laughs> We need to put him into into some interesting scenarios, I feel. Um, I wish, like, my biggest my biggest hope is that he does a variety show. I know he's doing a traveling show with HBO right now, but I also feel like him in a sketch comedy show and him being able to have full control over something like that would just be, like, just in his wheelhouse. He should be a be guest host to... on Who's Line. Oh my god, he'd be amazing on Who's they Line. They probably don't pay enough for his rate, though. I mean... Can we just have a Conan's Who's line? Can we just start his yeah. own? Uh, he picks like... an actual talent guy, and in a way, everybody wins. Like, yeah. if they Wait, don't make the finalists, a... it could be like Goldblum, a crowdfunder. Like... Will Arnett, Paul Rudd, Bill Hader. <laughs> Let's get, you know, Andy Samberg. Let's get some SNL guys on here that he knows. <laughs> that would be really funny. Kevin Nealon. <laughs> uh, he... It could totally even happen. like a charity event, <laughs> like a charity wins. event. Everybody wins. Uh, <laughs> I pay money because we've discovered so many different like stand up comedians just when they would do a set on occasion. Yeah. And yeah, you, Look at you would always Storm. be able to tell why they got they picked them. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's really Conan clever. found and supported so many comedians, so, so many. many. <laughs> like he's even responsible for some actors at this point for being on his show back the in the day guys, yeah <laughs> yeah all, all of the office guys snl every every other person yeah like it's just crazy just the amount of careers he's started like the connections that he's made the friends that he's built over the years and like his inner circle has got to be i'd love to be at one of his christmas parties just as a fly on the wall <laughs> can somebody <laughs> 
somebody put me i don't care if i'm serving hors d'oeuvres somebody i don't care if it's them on their rudest day all will be forgiven because we know how just wacky they can be (laughs) like you know there's just bit after bit after bit and no one is stopping like dana carly uh, put him in there like let's go dana would be great um i anytime they've called dion cole is like Dion's his own special kind of weird that you just love. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just even like hearing his engineers and everyone on the podcast now. I feel like yes. everyone has a mic. Everybody's got a mic now, except for maybe Adam. Poor Adam still doesn't have a mic. I don't know if that's because Conan just doesn't want to hear from poor Adam. <laughs> I think he wants to just keep him in suspense and just have a reason to just shout over to him saying, Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear Jeff Ross! <laughs> that's all I want to hear. Uh, you know, I actually used to work at internet radio, and let me be honest, there are some total douchebags who have no off filter they're just as big a douche on the radio as they are you know off screen so it is just cool to know when you can see someone who's people can stand to be around you know literally jordan slansky where's that guy what's he doing that's what they should do that's another podcast so serious every time can we have a weekly checkup on jordan slansky in his spare time has he turned into espresso yet i'm concerned (laughs) we need to worry about this man I am a, I am afraid that they drive him way too crazy sometimes. <laughs> like if that's Conan fully claims that that's his actual personality. I don't know. I'm, if that's his actual personality, has anyone checked him for parts? Like is he a robot <laughs> or something? Uh, I, I mean, we've come a long way since <laughs> Geo Cities and. <laughs> Jennifer. Oh my god, you <laughs> get some Angel Fire websites going on. Angel Fire, yeah, Conan site 101, probably part of oh the Jim god. Carrey fan site. Yeah. Oh my god. Similar kind of flexibility. <laughs> and when they had him as the bear, you know which one. God, the bear. Triumph. Triumph got really big and ended up coming up to Canada. Oh, and then when yeah, and then he and Jack used to hang out with Ed the Sock. <laughs> Ed the sock and then uh, Abe Lincoln and uh oh God, Abe Lincoln. so many other ones. This is like they... <laughs> in the year two thousand was one of my favorite which that was the Halloween episode, one of his last episodes with Will Arnett and their skeletons throughout the whole genius. <laughs> Pure genius. The Comic Con ones. Aisha oh Tyler God. does a segment. He does a lightsaber battle with Evil Empress, uh, Christian Shaw and Seth Green as a Jedi. <laughs> I love Christian Shaw. We should put uh, him on The Mandalorian. Can we have Conan on The Mandalorian? I mean, they did a he fucking needs to Star be in the Wars movie. skit. Why not? You know, Right? Somebody get him a cameo in the movie. He can be a talk show host for space. On Robot Chicken, no less. When they had him as like the voice of the Emperor, it was like oh a God, was meta great. making fun of the Robert Schmeagel like talking photos, you know. Skit. It's like she's so good. So many good ones. And anytime they've ever talked about it, they've noted any other comedian they hung out with basically just like they would pretty much like mentor other comedians in the words. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, who else opens up their TBS show? Getting 
you know, shotgun and machine gun by Godfather parody people. <laughs> <laughs> Just Coco. <laughs> Just Cock and Coco. He needs he needs to do another one with I wonder if he still has that rubberized suit that he had made. <laughs> Did he ever decide who his arch villain was gonna be? You mean I'm pretty sure it's NBC stuff. <laughs> I mean, it should be NBC. NBC it should, should always be, be NBC. I mean, I mean, everyone should be worried about what, NBC. Shame on Lord Michaels for not fighting hard enough. It's like, dude, this is oh. if you didn't have SNL, you wouldn't be able to afford losing this. <laughs> Literally, I don't know. I just feel like Lord was probably stuck. It was all. It was the president's NBC. Lord didn't have a say. Yeah, I love. But you can still bitch slap him and say, "Hey, oh yeah." <laughs> What are you thinking right now? Who watches Jay Leno? Who, yeah, who watches Jay Leno? Who That's gives the a question. shit about Jay? Where is Jay Leno now? That should be another show. That should be a skit. Racing cars? No, Jay thank Leno? you. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows. Nobody cares. knows. Yeah. <laughs> All I remember is watching um, the Conan O'Brien Can't Stop documentary, and Andy's just sitting on the couch, and they're talking about what happened between him and Jay Leno. And all you hear is Andy going, eh, nah, making fun of Jane Leno's laugh the whole time. On the <laughs> yes, he is. I couldn't believe he went there. Oh, man. <laughs> I guess he didn't get slapped with any uh, deformation uh, laws or anything. <laughs> I mean, it's technically still the equivalent of a comedy rose. It's just he's not there. So, Yeah, I guess that would be part of the, oh, my God, what is that? Kind of like how everyone hates Steven Seagal and he's, we don't see him giving bad in the night. <laughs> oh, Jason, too. What happened? Why, guys? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do you got to ruin a good thing by being a shitty person? <laughs> yeah. Dave Chappelle, man. Wow. Why'd you, why'd you have to be a dick? <laughs> yeah. He, he had some hysterical skits on Conan. He was so funny. For the longest, longest time. And then everything that happened, and then the last Netflix special, and I was like, Ugh. Yeah, I mean, like, there's no... And the same thing with Neil Brennan, his head writer, was like in some, like, sex offender lawsuit. It's like, geez, this guys, can you just, like, stop being assholes for, like, a minute? Let's go can I not have any more people I think are good people ruined for me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it... I mean, there's even a guy on like the Muppet Show who did like some bits for that in Monty Python, and like his episode that he's featured prominently in is like one of the few episodes not on Disney Plus for the. Oh no! Was... I had no idea about that one. Yeah, I forget his name, but like he. Long story short, he was a creep. Like, <laughs> oh. makes Don Lemon look like a saint. <laughs> makes Tucker oh, Carlson no. look sane. <laughs> I can't believe I said no, that. Um, be able to make that man look like a saint. Ooh. Yeah, if you can make any other awful person look insane, that's a little what. But I mean, you made some um, bad decisions in your life. That is for sure. Yeah, so <laughs> many of these pigs. I don't. I don't know how they stay engaged. But uh, oh, what's your favorite bit where they go out to the audience? Uh, oh uh, my gosh! I, I I loved how you were citing so many key moments uh, with oh. uh, Amy Poehler, and it's like those are always fun to spot. <laughs> those are Early hilarious. Groundlings and 
a oh, white citizens brigade just... Kudrow. Kudrow. oh my god Kudrow. yes yeah. um, um any of her interviews have always set. been fun because she's basically starts asking conan every question and he just stops asking questions <laughs> just that's the interviewer becomes the interviewee yeah he's um, like i respect it too much <laughs> to make fun of you <laughs> he never likes talking about himself i always find that funny it's like pulling teeth like he yeah. has to be really comfortable with the guest and like has to know the guest on like a personal level before he actually like starts talking about like his parents or his mom and dad or i wonder what trauma he has because he keeps talking about trauma <laughs> he's like I oh think... yeah trauma of being a comedian i'm I like don't oh, don't think he was molested or anything but i do think he probably had he, he probably pretty absent <laughs> I mean, I'm sure someone put a ruler on his hand after all saying, stop talking, Mr. O'Brien. We are doing mathematics and calculus. You know, but I'm sure. He's in the background singing. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, I don't think he was a Richard Belzer type who got thrown out of every school, but I do think he was probably a Mike Myers where he was a smart ass and then said, okay, that's not the deal. I'm tired of having my parents yell at me. <laughs> right? We do love our Mike Myers up here. We do indeed. We also yeah, love our I'm buddies. a fan, but I just hate how crappy he's treated every director he's worked with. He is, he can be a bit of a drama queen. He's that like, is for good sure. Lord, man. <laughs> Penelope had a bigger I'm glad, like, it, I, him and Dana stopped being friends for 20, 30 years after the Wayne's Brothers movies, and they've just recently reconciled. Did with you them just seriously like call them years. Wayne's Brothers? Oh, Wayne, the Wayne's World Wayne's movies. World. <laughs> <laughs> the no, Wayne's Conan, World. Conan should have totally been Garth or Wayne. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> He I don't know. I ready still wish yet, the, uh, it the been Kevin Nealon and Dana Carvey movie of the. Uh... It would have been the UHF of SNL movies. We'll return after these messages. Hello and welcome to Culture Shocked, the pop culture podcast brought to you by four aging millennials and our outdated opinions. Join us every Tuesday as we discuss movies, TV, games, and even music, new and old. Dude, what do you think you're doing? Are you seriously trying to record a promo without us right now? Well, uh, yeah. Dude, you can't just do the promo by yourself. Who's going to listen to that? Yeah, and you probably haven't even told them that we're a pop culture podcast where we always agree on everything. Uh, for instance, the Sam Raimi trilogy easily being the best of the Spider-Man movies. J no, no. But I think we can all agree that Jaws is a classical masterpiece. Mm, nope, don't like that. But we do all agree that the sequel trilogy of Star Wars is the best in the Skywalker saga, right, guys? That comment is so ridiculous. I don't even know where to. Anyways, uh, that'll do it from all of us here at Culture Shock. Thanks for listening. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com.
We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. Cool thing about Blind Knowledge is we are in multiple countries. We are worldwide all across the globe. We are in the U.S. We are in the U.K. We are in Canada, Germany, India, Japan. We're in Australia, y'all. BlindKnowledge.com. Now back to the feature presentation. Like, it wouldn't have made any attention at the time. And I still am guffawing how he doesn't remember doing that. Have you seen Weird Al's new mockumentary of his life? I have not watched uh, it yet. So Conan's cameo as Andy Warhol, where he's just... I saw around. the pictures when it came out when they were filming, and I was like, he looks ridiculous. This is perfect. <laughs> I mean, but Warhol is, is ridiculous. He, I mean, yeah. But when does he not look ridiculous? Um, but yeah, he didn't remember so doing it because it was so Andy quick. <laughs> and and it, it was it, he did have the best line. He's like, oh, yeah, this weird guy. We'll get us 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and uh, the other actor from The Lonely Island playing Pee Wee Herman, that, that was perfect too. But yeah, anytime he's had Paul Rubens on, it's just gotten so weird. And uh, just, I had no idea he was actually that close with Paul Rubens. And I was like, yeah. I, oh, wow. Uh, and basically, anyone in the Groundlings or Upright Citizens Brigade is cool with them, or their dream job is to at least be on their show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, NBC will never work with him again, unfortunately. But I mean, I could even see other networks wanting to pick him up. But I think he's also at the point where, you know, he just loves doing whatever and messing with even the censors every once in a while. Like, re remember when they had their first TVMA episode, Mature Audience? <laughs> they were showing oh, the Red Band trailer for Deadpool. And then he just even took to Twitter. He's like, thanks a fucking lot, Deadpool. <laughs> He loves his Twitter. He he has actually known how to use it properly because the other guys will just do just generic. Here's a clip from tonight's episode, and it's like he actually it doesn't sound pre-scripted, pre-fed. I think he actually had access to his account instead of having like an intern or somebody post stuff for him. Like yeah, over the years, I don't think he wants to phone. risk it, even with fans. He knows it'll be phony and. I mean, even before when he got on here, he said, I want to do kind of more like, I do want to do kind of my own version of Pee-wee's Playhouse, a puppet show. It's, and I mean, having the guys from Kids in the Hall help him out to start off, I think helps him just be comfortable. I love, with being I there. love the guys from Kids in the Hall. Uh, so there you go. Conan could be on the new show. Pretty often. <laughs> right? We, we uh, find ourselves I live, quoting I live it, in so. downtown Toronto. And... Um, <laughs> The place that they started, the club that they started at, is just around the corner from me on Queen West. Uh, and apparently Bruce McCullough is there all the time with Scott. And I'm like, I need to go down. I need to just <laughs> go down and see if Scott and Bruce are there. Because, or Mark, I'd love to meet Mark McKinney. I'd love to meet any of them. Kevin, Mark, Scott. Scott would be great. Oh, Bruce, man. other Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Foley himself. <laughs> i love i again i grew up with all of those guys all the time and then the new 
Amazon series. Have you watched the new Kids in the Hall Amazon? Oh, it's totally. So it was fun. so much fun, especially it when was... they're like, Amazon's putting us back in the box. <laughs> yeah. Why are they sealing us up? I guess it's over. <laughs> <laughs> my my mother lost it during the baby scene. My mother lost it during the baby tossing scene. <laughs> and it's just so funny because it's like, uh, they're a special kind Average of comedy. That uh, yeah, and, and this is so wild. How is like they they can get away with some kind of off color stuff like that without, again, like dividing people or making them get pissed off. You know? Yeah, and then Eddie Izzard did a cameo on the new season too, and mm-hmm. I was dying. I was like, oh my god! Didn't expect it at all. I was just like, no. what? Oh, what? <laughs> the amount of people that are actually huge fans of that troupe floored me because i thought they were so underground for the longest longest time like they were just yeah. a canadian thing i was just like they never made it out of canada but they're super famous here anyone who said they were a thing was doing it to get attention is like nope they're legit and they did actually very famous that <laughs> they mentioned it it's like they would have thought they'd be big in britain they're actually kind of like big in stuff places like brazil and it's like really yeah. <laughs> i don't get that <laughs> no rights <laughs> issue or anything why are we bigger here versus there <laughs> doesn't matter yeah i thought they'd be bigger in england too because when i went over there i was like oh yeah kids in the hall and everyone's like same kind of getting carried away but comedy in england like my experience with england comedy in england has really died like monty python was really the only big big export that they've managed for comedy worldwide after that like michael mcintyre but he's local I've never really seen him tour outside of the UK. Um, I think I there's some ride shares issues. I wouldn't be surprised if Disney and others are being assholes. <laughs> oh, 100%. Uh, Dylan Morin, I've seen a few times. He's absolutely lovely. I've had the pleasure of shaking his hand after a show. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely human being. Um, who else have I seen? And I was like, oh, why don't, why aren't they more famous? Uh, Danny Boy's really funny. I've been to one of his shows. <laughs> Uh, have you seen any of the IT crowd guys? Or is that more of a... I have not seen any of them, but I am a huge fan of them. I've actually met Matt Barry. Um, he was actually filming, because they film what we do in the shadows in Toronto. <laughs> yes. So he came into my store. I recognize his like, voice anytime I hear it. I'm always like, of course, <laughs> it's Matt. <laughs> Um, but he was shopping in my in my store and he had really big headphones on. And I just didn't want to bug him because it was quite clear he didn't want right. to So he kind of looked at me and I kind of just did like the heart symbol. And he went, <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's all. That's all I need. That's all I need. <laughs> I'm not going to bug him. He knows I saw him and I kind of wandered off after and gave him in his space. So, but yeah, he was, he seemed really nice. He just wandered. He bought a few things. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I can't mention the store that I work at. I'm not legally allowed to, but I am one of the managers. That is <laughs> so cool. We get some celebrities in every now and then, which is really cool. <laughs> They're filming um, Gotham Knights. They were filming the pilot yes. here in Chicago, and I actually had the main actor, the director, and the costume designer came into my store for clothing, so I got to spend some time with him. And the main no, main producer was also the producer of Gotham. <laughs> so I got to pick his brain for about 20, 30 minutes about Gotham and like the show and everything, which was really fun. So there you go. <laughs> so th- that's it. That's all I got for celebrity encounters. <laughs> hey, you know, this is it too. I mean, that's, 
yeah you like it when it's just all casual it's like here, here yeah. here's your lunch you don't have to do anything else you know <laughs> yeah and you i have these pants in the 31 so what gotham like (laughs) how did you come up with the concept to change the riddler and the penguin so much (laughs) there you go (laughs) Uh, what 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 just kept you going what made you do any of this (laughs) literally i feel like we should you're so fucking awesome (laughs) yeah why are you awesome why did you come up with this and bring some of my favorite stories to life? Thank you. <laughs> why are you so chill and everyone else is just too goddamn weird? Yeah, why is everyone else crap? <laughs> That's my question. Why? I need attention, yeah. <laughs> why are you a nice person and everyone else seems to be poo? I just don't... Yeah, why is everyone else coming late and doing contracts they don't even want to do? <laughs> Yeah, why does no one put effort into this thing? <laughs> no one cares anymore. I feel like Nobody a lot of people cares. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Will Arnett in my head going, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Arrested development. <laughs> yeah. I'm still afraid of bees. Not because I'm afraid of bees, because I am, but because uh, <laughs> I'm afraid what he'll do with them. Does anyone know the return policy on a pigeon? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to make sure my hook hand is ready. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that's a different character. Oh, nope. <laughs> yeah. But still one of the best. <laughs> that whole show's great. And Co- like the fact that Conan was such a prominent person in that show and Andy was too, just killed. The amount of cameos, and it's all for his friends. Like yeah, Will Arnett's all one connected bill. Oh my god. <laughs> the murderville episode with conan and he's just the little girls crying over the the person being ripped apart and he's like yes they're dead we can't put them back together that's not how it works it's like <laughs> consoling her but telling her this person will never live again i do need to see that actually <laughs> i've seen that clip oh my gosh watch it the whole episode with conan and him and you can just tell because it's all like almost a one shot they really try to go through and not break character and conan's the only person being himself and everyone else has lines and like. I mean, I've seen his clip where he's stuffing his face, mm-hmm. being an asshole. But yeah. <laughs> oh, because okay, there's a hot sauce joke to that. <clears throat> it's really, but you can just tell Conan's like trying so hard the whole time to get Will to break. <laughs> the whole episode is him just screwing with Will Arnett, and you can see Will's like turning away and trying to say his lines and looking away from Conan and covering his mouth all the time. And I'm just like. This amazing yeah, I mean, so the show is really really good will did a really good job with yeah. it if will was on our flag meets death then conan's got to do it too exactly exactly <laughs> oh, that would be so much fun he, he's got to play a cool out weird all the other weirdos <laughs> he would win conan would i have full faith <laughs> in that weirdo that he would just go full blow he'd start talking about little sleeping guy and doing voices and <laughs> he's got a little nightcap on like why <laughs> why are you talking about your penis why does he talk about his penis so much there are things i didn't want to know <laughs> it's just easy it's just easy <laughs> <laughs> he was having a per- like what he does at night he needs a little nightcap oh okay <laughs> like, what, like the voices. he sounds like he's very lonely at night uh but I liked how he. Oh, you know his wife has her own room. You know, <laughs> his penis is talking all the time. I want my own room. I'd be like, you can have little sleeping guy to yourself tonight. I'm out. 
<laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, man. <laughs> I still need to watch the Kevin Nealon episode of him and Conan hiking because I know Conan's just complaining the whole time. <laughs> like <you> just, oh. <laughs> I bet. And uh, I'm pretty sure uh, the whole skit on Andy Richard controls the universe where Conan plays an asshole like businessman who invites him and then abandons his own party. I'm pretty sure that might have been just some NBC or Lorne Michaels as Zach that they just recreated. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And they just added on the extra part of but <laughs> it'd be even funnier if it was on a private jet. <laughs> oh my god. I haven't watched Andy Ricker controls for World, World in forever. <laughs> it's all on daily motion. All uncut. It's fun watching the Yes. I will have to watch that later. Is YouTube it on Tubi? It's so not on Tubi, uh, but um, I, I'm waiting for Paramount Plus to put it up there sometime. <laughs> oh, see, I don't want to pay for another streaming service. This is getting out of control. I love Paramount. <laughs> I could do without. Uh, what's the other one that's too expensive? NBC has Peacock. Yeah, Peacock. Yeah. I could live without. <laughs> you guys got Hulu. I don't have Hulu. I've been destroyed. I mean, it's merged with you... Disney Plus, so I mean. Zero Hulu. Is yeah. it getting merged with Disney Plus? Okay, that'll make me happy. Yeah, basically have... anything in Canada, like you you get what's offered only on Hulu through their Fox subsidiaries and all that. So any of their classic shows and hit movies. <laughs> yeah, because it's on we Hulu, have... but Canada has it on Disney Plus. So, so we helps. basically have a, a monopoly up here of of <laughs> a three big corporations Alliance who own and the buying everything. <laughs> It's ridiculous. We have Rogers, Bell, and Telus, and there are three companies, and they own everything. Bell Media owns everything. Rogers Media owns everything. They have deals with HBO, so I can't even. HBO Max doesn't exist up here. Jeez. We have to purchase through Rogers another app called Crave, which has their <laughs> programming mixed with HBO, but not all of it, and it's just wow. Eh, it's really yeah. Too much gatekeeping, baby. <laughs> it's like I might as well buy cable at this point. I don't want cable. <laughs> it's cheaper somehow. 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 <laughs> All that matters is uh, Arrested Development got kept on Netflix, and that's what matters. <laughs> that's that was my win this month. Right. The moment they announced that, I was like, "Oh no, you're not. Mm, the fuck you are." Like, mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, happy. the hell. You you aren't taking it away. I'm sorry. I'm swearing. Are we not allowed to swear in this podcast? Fuck, fuck, fuck you, fuck. Ah, excellent. One of mine. Excellent, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What else has been going on? I don't know. I hope I hope oh. that traveling show with Conan comes out soon. I'm excited. What place do you think he'll revisit? <laughs> um, He Brazil. better really butt up here. No. Okay. Straight up, Conan. If anyone on Conan's team ever watches this or listens to this, if Conan doesn't come back to Toronto soon because he hasn't been up here since the late show, and he did the Allegedly. tour, the I'm just tour kidding. He's too busy in South Korea with Steven Yeun. <laughs> he needs to stop making K-pop songs. I mean, I would like to see him be on some other hit show where he plays like a terrorist suspect. That I mean, because that's just rich. This is funny. How do you get to be on Fada? <laughs> <laughs> Who lets him? Somebody. I'm sure he just says yes to everything. Like right. Cameo in the Sharktopus movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, 
you know how Roger Corman, I mean, that's how he got all those people on here. He offers you a free vacation and you bring your significant other along and that's how he gets them. <laughs> so that's <laughs> what he did with Eric Roberts and all those guys. So I'm sure. Absolutely. Like this, Japan was four. Like, okay. The Conanator or something, yeah. Just have them be like some giant monster, and they're, you know, if it can be anything like his bad kaiju. We did a movie with Conan as a kaiju. Conan as a kaiju, and then as a dual role as a mad scientist. I created him. Yeah, he's like oh a. My gosh. And Andy oh Richter is the Doctor Frankenstein. There you go. Boom. It's Sona Igor. Uh, so Sona is oh, basically say. She just needs to be a badass detective who saves people from being the bride or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. Sona's trying to stop him. That's what it is. Sona was like the mad scientist, Matt Gorley. And, and they could do like some other sci-fi horror parodies in there. They could do like, I don't know, like uh the Gremlin episode of the Twilight Zone. They could do like a Conan version. on the plane outside the window. Conan on the plane, yes. <laughs> they could they could do a funny version of hereditary. <laughs> That would be great. Which wouldn't be I hard to do because there's already some unintentionally funny moments. <laughs> we should recast Conan in the in the the split movie. <laughs> there you go. On that that they should have done that when it came out at the time. Like he, yeah, bald and Tilda Swinton is playing his mirror version. Yeah, there you go. Beautiful. That's uh, yeah. Conan should be Doctor Strange, and then he should just like, I don't know, oh just look God. like Ash Williams or something. I don't know. <laughs> Well, oh my gosh we should do that <laughs> conan there's so many opportunities for you i want him to be an action star i really do hope he takes up will arnett's like offer to be the villain in um nobody part two <laughs> just, yes just go for it just go for it he he needs to he needs to because he always plays himself i've never actually seen him act right He's or an, always playing, a like version a version of, of himself <laughs> <laughs> He's every late night talk show host and every late night talk show needed for every movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, always him and Jimmy. <laughs> oh, totally. Uh, did you hear how uh, they're finally doing the Hans and Franz movie, but as a podcast? No. Is yes. Kevin going to take part? Mm -hmm. It's going to be Kevin and Dana. Okay, that's super exciting. Yep. Oh my god, I had no idea. May 1st, 2023. I, I know, you're the connoisseur. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> and fly on the wall. Religiously listen to all three of Because it's criminal. The movie never came out. And it was just like, why? I'm so mad. Is Arnold going to do it? He, he better along the way. He's not doing anything. <laughs> better. He better. And he's turned into like this sweet old Austrian grandpa. Yeah. He's feeding his donkey carrots and like oh totally it's like you can't make this up <laughs> oh and he's doing a comedy movie right now with his daughter isn't he that's coming out I, I think yeah it's part of his spy tv show which is kind of making fun of his true lies persona and, oh and it kind of, it's by the guys who worked on john claude van johnson i think so it's, okay so it's gonna be ridiculous i mean yeah i mean why excellent not? <laughs> excellent <laughs> my cats are weird <laughs> yes sorry before we begin we got some wacky cats yes 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 sorry i have i have two versions and they're being is conan a cat or a dog guy he is a cat person as far as i know they have cats 
I think he just likes I I myself just love animals. I wouldn't say I'm like one or the other. Um, I just I live in an apartment, so a dog. I just don't really have the time to like take them out with working as much as I do. But I know he has cats. I think he has two cats, if I'm not mistaken. I do not remember their names, but I think he's always had cats. <laughs> he seems like he'd be a cat person. Because cats are just mischievous and they cause trouble. And that seems up Conan's alley. <laughs> I mean, I, why would you want to watch a nice version of him unless someone else is misbehaving? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He needs an accomplice. He needs someone to blame. <laughs> if the cat does something, Conan's like, it was the cat that did it. No, no, sir, it was you. It was you. Why is why is the glass knocked on the floor with the water in it? It was the cat. No. <laughs> Knocking glasses over out of just pure violence. He always chooses violence. <laughs> Him attacking people all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean... Uh, the various adventures he's described of how he's like he almost like choked John Krasinski out. <laughs> like, that's amazing. Like him, like pretending to tackle people and going after Blaine, slamming people into like doors and stuff. How does no one like that HR department must just be riddled with complaints? I think they. I've always wondered that before, and I think with all the various prankings he's done and everything, I think it is kind of to that point is like, he really does like let everyone know, Hey, this isn't serious. You're yeah. not going to do anything with this after the fact, but uh, it is funny hearing the various skits that they threw away. It's just, they couldn't hear it. It wasn't funny enough. And this is like, I mean, it's inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> Unless that, you know what, maybe the HR department is just Conan. It's just a, s- a separate email that goes to Conan and it doesn't. Really oh, happen. there you go. That's what it is. I think that's what it might be. Like, I mean, you have to be everything. really, really stupid to just not understand anything. Or maybe he's just too oh, weird yeah. to where anyone who's going to cause trouble just says, fuck it, I'm out. He wouldn't believe me anyway. He just hires people he knows he can get away with it. It's like a prerequisite for like, that working can be too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you need to understand that you will have food slapped out of your hand at any given moment oh yeah um, you could very well you be, will be the food <laughs> and it's okay because at 10 o'clock we're gonna film a scene where it looks like he's getting i don't know blown up <laughs> <laughs> and it makes everybody feel better that's, that's how the office blows i think that's just it too he beats himself up without playing it safe or doing what every other talk show host has got in trouble with by taking credit for a joke like Usually he'll just be, he doesn't really pull a Bill Hader where he's laughing during it, but he will kind of do the whole, wow, I wonder who came up with that. And this is like, he kind of just makes fun of how he didn't do anything with this. How did this happen? It just showed up. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Bill Hader breaking is, is glorious. Oh, yeah. I wonder why he's going to do that on the Barry's ending. I'm like, I know he wants to direct movies and stuff. And I'm like, can you come back to comedy, please? <laughs> we miss you. We miss Hater. Bring Hater back. Uh, yeah. Hater for president. <laughs> yes, Hater for president. Let's Everyone wants to get along, and he'll just be guffawing at just the stupid shit Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> when he addresses the nation, it'll just be him dressed as Stefan. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. And I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the economy. It's doing pretty good. <laughs> it's kind of shit, though. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> garbage. It's kind of lame. Yeah. 
Um, I'm working with the farmers right now. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really like us and we don't really like them, but yeah, it's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> I had a call with Putin today. Like, could you imagine? Oh, yeah. So that, okay. So there you go. Conan's got a VVP or maybe Sona. Oh my gosh. Yes. Let's let's have Conan and Bill Hader as president and vice president trying to deal with with Putin. Oh, there you go. So is the chief of staff and Eddie Richter's like I don't know, secretary of the interior. <laughs> yes, yes, he should be the, like head of security. He should be the secret. Oh, Service. oh, there you go. I'd, I'd say that. Yes, yeah, Secret Service agent Richter. <laughs> they do a parody of all these stupid movies they don't have time to watch, but they've heard of, and they just got the general gist of. <laughs> That'd be amazing. What would Gorley be? Hmm. Mr. Gorley, what would you Gorley do? Gorley would be the guy who's just always arguing with all the reporters, and Conan just always comes in and just clears the room. Hey, you don't need to be talking to him anymore. <laughs> I'm get, here. Get, get, get He's out. just boring you before I get ready. I'm <laughs> Conan Whitehouse. <laughs> He'd actually be pretty well behaved. Oh, there you go. And he's like a distant cousin of Dennis Larry, so Dennis can be, I don't know. <laughs> oh my God, Dennis Larry, that'd be great. <laughs> Dennis Leary could be the White House interpreter. <laughs> Just in the background. <laughs> Speaking some kind of shit. I don't know. I'm only from Boston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the Boston going. Uh, Conan there would you turn into a dictator very quickly, though. Uh, yeah, there you go. The evil, evil United States run by Conan O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, things are looking up. <laughs> if, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> If God was in charge as a dictator, things would be looking up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh my God, what else has he been up to lately? I, I mean, he, he, like you say, he's mastered the podcast and the social media, unlike just, other people who just don't seem to be good about it or they only do it in stages. His, <laughs> yeah, his career, I don't know if he just has like the right people working for him or if he's just on top of things and taking advantage of things. But he really, as a comedian from the nineties and coming forward now, he has been on top of all the changes. He's rolled with the punches. I can't think of anyone who really Fantastic. absolutely hates him. No, like I, I think I find people sometimes are like, Oh, he's not my cup of tea, but that's fine. Like everyone has a different taste in humor, but I agreed. I don't think anyone's like, Oh, I hate that guy. Right. Like I don't I've never like I've heard people say like ah, I'm not a fan of Kimmel I'm not a fan of um, I mean everyone's got their haters I mean Fallon gotta stop laughing at his jokes yeah. they're not funny <laughs> but yeah him like yeah. like even like people love even just the individual skits yeah as opposed to like I only watched that segment of Jimmy or what have you and it's like yeah no they watch just about yeah. all his every other skit like yeah, I don't know. Like, how long has it been since they did a masturbating bear skit, or a year two thousand, or they've they done around driving seven, oh eight, oh nine? Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> like the weird episodes in like <laughs> since Triumph the Dog has been around, but I still know people <laughs> that can quote those and like bring that up. Oh, Conan! Oh, I love the masturbating bear. Oh, Conan! I love it. The year two thousand, like. <laughs> he's still so associated with things he hasn't done in like 20 years i mean it's second and nature it's just it's crazy to see like the evolution and the fact that like everything that he's done hasn't aged like it feels 
Like it still feels proven just because it's so detached and so random. It's just out just there. Really, you can yeah. brace for it. You don't have to see anyone in on it. Yeah, you just can sit back and enjoy it because like he says it like quite often on the podcast, he doesn't want to date anything. Yeah. Because he wants it to have that longevity. And I feel like he's really applied that to almost his whole career. Nothing of his is really like obviously he still has some like political sketches and some things that have dated, it's but they were, they were necessary at the time. Um, but a lot of it really has just floated around the interweb <laughs> and just survived <laughs> and lasted and is still prevalent and still makes sense to watch today and, and doesn't feel like it hasn't traveled with the change in, in social topic. It, it's still they don't have to ask permission for anybody or yeah get annoyed Nuance. by oh my god did you really just go there you know? <laughs> <Can you> shut <laughs> up <laughs> oh man but i mean if anything like i just hope uh they like you say they do more uh how, how much would a blu-ray remaster be? <laughs> right like can we please have the old show remastered and released? Because that was part of his deal with NBC. Like I said earlier, he he has all of his body of work from the <laughs> very first pilot episode where John Leguizamo got called in to save his yeah, ass. He has. Oh, my God. Uh, definitely more of John. Uh, John is so underrated, and people just don't know how talented he is. And yeah. it's just like, he's not... Yeah. Or they'll just watch a bad movies, and he's like, he's not responsible for how bad the best. No, <laughs> like the Super Mario movie, the original one. Oh yeah, he will always be Luigi. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Hoffman will always be terrifying. I oh, don't Bob Hoskins, care. but close enough. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Wait, who was uh, it? Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Different actor from Hook. <laughs> that played Bowser. Oh, that was that was Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. There we go. There we okay. go. That was it was Dennis. <laughs> Terrified the Jesus out of me as a child. Sweet. Oh my god. <laughs> Got that a year later. <laughs> oh, Did not enjoy that. <sighs> There's so many good episodes too. <laughs> Who should I'm surprised he hasn't had Bill Hader back on the podcast. I mean, he had him for the live show, but I feel like Bill's not very comfortable in front of a live audience. I he think very he, yeah, he's very, very busy. <laughs> like the first episode with him on the podcast was hilarious. All the bits like, ahoy, ahoy, hoy, my area shall meet your area. Like just they're going on the whole, just bits. There was no interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dana too. He really hasn't had Dana back. Very sad. Uh, Dana Gould. Uh, Har Carvey, Carvey. Oh yeah, well because Carvey's has his own podcast with Spade, and he produces it for theirs. They should do a crossover episode. I mean, they did kind of. He introduced it on the first episode, but yeah, it would be cool to just do another one. Just do another one. <laughs> yeah. Who else should come back? And another one. And another. There was another. <laughs> How amazing oh would it be? Does he feel like a bit of a fantasy fan to you? Conan? Yeah, because it seems oh, like he would do some stupid... I could see him doing a Captain Kirk or Highlander type thing. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> would be, be on the Orville. I was just about to say, him and Seth MacFarlane, 
Let's go. There you <laughs> go, man. Marvel is a captain or an admiral or something ridiculous. Marvel is another one. Oh, like, but McDonald. Uh, rest in peace, man. Just because. Okay. Can't. I miss Norm. I miss Norm. I go we back all? and I so much, so much. And a lot of people don't know he was Canadian. We're very yeah. proud of him. He's from Quebec. He's he's a Canadian boy. And the Ghostbusters guys there. Awesome uh, yep. <laughs> um, the Levies. So Eugene Levy, Dan Levy. <laughs> yeah, there Catherine you go. O'Hara. Shit's Creek reunion. <laughs> oh my God, I love Shit's Creek, and I'm so happy it's Canadian. Right. Oh my god! <laughs> like we don't we don't put much out, but when we do, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we, we got to oh, date that South weekend. Park the movie reference where they got you know free healthcare, tax cuts, and um, <laughs> X Files filming location. <laughs> so many things. No Toronto and like Vancouver and everywhere. Like The Last of Us was filmed in Canada. Oh yeah, I I can see that. I, that it's all Alberta. all Alberta. <laughs> all Alberta. Alberta. 99% Alberta of the is a zombie and flower place. <laughs> Got some mountains and then there's some weird mushroom people. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend, I don't I don't recommend, recommend anyone it. eat any mushrooms. <sighs> yeah, they're kind of Unless gross. they're Conan, because then that's just funny. I think Sona needs to spike Conan's tea one day or something. I feel oh, like Oh yeah, that karma is gonna happen. I feel like they need to have mall walking with Conan O'Brien on edibles. Someone <laughs> Gorley, take, take some Delta Aid and C B D. Get some droppers, give them some. And gummies. applying it the wrong way to <laughs> something to come out all day. Maybe they should go to Disney, California. The special yeah. mall walking episode, Disney California. There you go, and he actually has to fight Darth Maul, and it's like different mall. This is the wrong mall. He's <laughs> trying to fight someone made of bricks. <laughs> right, gnawing their face off and throwing Legos at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> we should be Conan writers. <laughs> so. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, I would quit all of my day jobs. <laughs> I, I would say I can't lose. I, I will gladly get sick for Conan. Yeah. I will pack up my life and I will move to California for you, sir. <laughs> Cats and all. <laughs> they can be on the podcast. They're noisy enough. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, would you vote? So we already agree that we would vote all of his staff for president. Can't be any worse. Um, oh, I like think to, that's a that's a win 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 win. Just have Jack Black be I don't know the designated survivor. <laughs> oh my god, Jack Black and Jack White. Let's let's double up. Ooh, yeah. Let's get. He hasn't done a musical funny. segment in a while. And he's friends with so many musicians, and he plays consistently. Drives he had Amy Mann on. I, I would like to actually see him, like, teach him how to do music or whatever he can't, isn't good at. <laughs> just have him in a recording um, studio and just roast him. He's like, Conan, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing, sir? Why are you doing um, this? Elvis Costello, that episode was good, too. I love <laughs> That's when you, I never realized how talented he, Conan is in interviewing and also but music. I had no idea. <laughs> Like right. all the songs and everything that he's written, like there's my my Spotify has decided <laughs> that I listen to Conan too much. 
and has started <laughs> suggesting songs that he's on. He did a, there's a whole George Harrison album of covers <laughs> that was dedicated to George Harrison after he died. And Conan has a song on it. Does he really? He does. It's crazy. I I will send it to you after this. He full-blown covers a whole song and dedicates it to George Harrison after he dies. It is, I was floored. I was like, oh, and he sings on it and everything. And he's so talented. I mean, he it just can be done. <laughs> you don't have to be Bill Shatner where you're a comedian, but we're laughing at you for different reasons. <laughs> right? That would be cool. So, yeah, and then he's got... I mean, he's got a whole Sirius XM channel dedicated to him. Sorry. Oh my God, he's insane. <laughs> I actually was debating on buying Sirius XM for him. And I was like, I, I lucked out. My brother gave it to me as my Christmas gift. And I was like, you oh, never really? have to give me, you don't have to give me anything ever again. <laughs> and he wanted yeah. to pay for it. I'm like, no, no, I, I, I can't bankrupt you, my dude. You are paying for housing. <laughs> that is the sweetest gift. It oh, was. It was the God. best gift ever. I was like, I don't think I've ever been happier. I, was like, I just got the electronic channel playing all day and occasionally go to do Howard Stern interviews on my days off. <laughs> That's amazing. I think I listened, like, you know how Spotify does the Spotify wrapped every year? <laughs> yes. I listened to like you listened to X amount of hours. <laughs> 600. 600 hours 600. of the Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe, I, I mean, I could because I play it and go back and replay my favorite episodes over and over and over again. <laughs> Um, I was when that came out, it was right before the pandemic. It came out in 2019. And I actually <laughs> caught the very first episode the day it came out. And I used to work in a kitchen, so I was in That's in the morning. Great. And I used work. to listen to it every day in the mornings. And just since <laughs> then, it's just gotten crazier and crazier. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, this man is a shit post. I need to show him. <laughs> so then I made the Facebook group and I'm very picky about people that I let into the Facebook group. I'm sure you noticed the questions. <laughs> I don't I can't blame you because I'm just tired of people in Zambia trying to ask for my credit card number or Amen. <laughs> other assholes who want to share a debit card, you know, and it's like what what planet are you guys on? <laughs> or the people trying to pretend they're Conan O'Brien trying to like uh, catfish people. I'm, I'm sure it's there <laughs> oh the stuff that i get like because i think it's just me and i have like two other mods and some of the stuff that i get for the like, answers to the questions i'm like oh my god <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's not even close you're not a person <laughs> right yeah or you're gonna yeah. come in and rule 34 everything <laughs> <laughs> dirty filthy people filthy. <laughs> disgusting disgusting <laughs> he does that a lot too you uh, how many times has he been slapped on camera there's got to be like a counter well i think we need to make a compilation how many go. times has conan been slapped how many or times has he said the wrong thing intentionally versus unintentionally and still been slapped how many classrooms has he disrupted sona give it to sona so she has a law <laughs> there you go a, Merry, Merry a Christmas, jar. Yeah. Sue, sue so conan for all the abuse <laughs> him playing with her stupid hair bun <laughs> he's a cat 
<laughs> he slaps things out of people's hands. He slaps people's hair. He's a cat. He is a Tola cat. <laughs> Conan's cat farm. I'd watch it. There we go. There we go. I'd watch it. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> I think I'd watch anything at this point. I miss him on TV. Oh, man. So this has been lovely having you on here. Uh, where can people Ooh. find uh, the Conan O'Brien Needs a Shit Post group on Facebook? Yeah, search it on Facebook. I don't know. Maybe I should expand into the Instagram world. I don't know. We'll Andy see what Rector happens. Needs a shit post. I don't know. <laughs> Andy Richter isn't a shit post. He's a walking shit post, too. He's, oh, he's the sidekick of King Shit Post. He's Prince Shit Post. <laughs> What slims are you surprised he's gotten on here? <laughs> oh my god. Oh Andy. <laughs> <laughs> this has been awesome. Thank you so much, Cam. I had a boss. Anytime. Anytime. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up review show.